0: Welcome to the You Can Do Both podcast, episode three. Woo! I'm Court. I'm Ashley. And we're so happy to be here round three.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Is that imagine? It's like round <laughs> 55. <Right. laughs> Every time. <laughs> uh, it's Sunday. Court and I went out last night.
0: We're a little slow this morning, so yeah. apologizing in advance. Yeah, Court brought Starbucks,
1: though, and it's saving me. Yes. Um, Anyone that is a Starbucks coffee drinker, I'm going to read you my order and you should go try it. Iced quad espresso, splash of almond milk, vanilla sweet cream, cold foam. That's the best part. Ask for it in a venti cup and three pumps of toffee nut syrup. Syrups can be exchanged.
0: Yes, for sure. And I will attest that it is really great. I was telling Ashley before I was coming over that... I wanted to pick up coffee, but I really didn't know where to pick it up from because I've just been so disappointed. And I think it's because I try to healthify all my Starbucks orders, but like, why the hell do I need to do that? If I'm paying $5 or more than that for a coffee, enjoy the 50 extra calories. Exactly. Exactly. So this is my new order. I appreciate the recommendation. It's really great.
1: Yeah, you're welcome. I don't remember how I found it. I feel like somebody posted about a quad espresso and then I got the Starbucks app like a year ago. And my life has truly changed ever since.
0: Why? Because you can like really customize. Yeah. Because
1: when I have to order this in person, I'm. Oh yeah. (laughs) I'm like I'm so annoying. I'm so sorry.
0: Hi, can I get an iced quad espresso with vanilla sweet cream cold (laughs) foam in a venti cup, light on the almond milk, please, three pumps of toffee nut syrup. Like horrible. God no. Joe is mortified every time (laughs) we do it. I'm like listen,
1: I'm so sorry.
0: But it's worth it. Listen, you got to do what you got to do. Yeah, you really do. cheers to that.
1: Cheers. (laughs) All right, let's talk about the cool place we went last night.
0: We tried a brand new spot in the North End. Like, it's new to us, but I also think it's new to the North End. Yeah. It's called Witchcraft. How would you explain it, Ash? It's like a,
1: it gives me cocktail bar vibes. Like, the drinks were really good and well-made. Yeah. They have, like, this cool sign. The music's great. So it's, yeah. like, a bar scene, but upscale bar.
0: Yeah, and it's it's very Instagrammable. There's, like, mm-hmm. a, a wicked, which is, if you know Boston, that's, like, an iconic word. Wicked. There's a wicked neon sign that, like, kind of flashes different colors. Um, it's very trendy, but there's a lot of potential there.
1: Yeah, and it's trendy, but, like, not in a chuggy way. Yeah. <laughs> not like, to use that word, but.
0: Yeah, no, but that is exactly how. It needs to be described. Yeah. It's not that, which right. is great. And we were
1: talking to the owners there last night and they were talking about how they're going to have like outdoor space in the summer. Yeah. And it's right at the end of Salem Street. And I just, oh my God, it's going to be amazing.
0: Yeah. It's very small. So I can imagine it being like almost a hard spot to get into if it were to pop off. But it's perfect to like sit down, but also bop around to like music and like kind of dance where you're where you are and just some cool, some cool vibes, something different. And we may or may not have pitched ourselves <laughs> to the founders. We, fa- did. To the we founder. really did. <laughs> They're not the founders, the owners of
1: the place. Yeah. Cordy, Cordy like, you know, chatting them up and then it's. <laughs>
0: So we have a podcast, and if I we were to ever host an event here, it would <laughs> work. They were they loved they it. They were like, absolutely, this is my number. This <laughs> is exactly no. I feel like they would want clientele similar to like us and our friends. So who knows? Maybe our first little soiree getting everyone together will be at this place. That would seriously be so fun. Yeah. I was really trying to hype up the podcast last night. I was trying to airdrop, airdrop to everyone. Yep. And Did no one, anyone <laughs> accept? There were like two people that accepted. Everyone else took Like, client. what would
1: you do if somebody I I would listen to it I'd be like what is this this is so funny
0: they're probably like too it was a weird time of night I feel like if they clicked on it they would have clicked right out and not have actually listened eventually but yeah that's true going forward I will continue to do that in different places
1: and my roommate Ciara just gave us a great idea we're gonna get business cards oh hell yeah with a QR code and we're just gonna hand them out to everybody yeah how fun is that I love it and you know
0: My company can print
1: them. I used to carry around your business card, and I was like waiting for the opportunity to give it to somebody.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, when you got your Vista one. that's so cute
1: of you. I did the same with Ciara too. (laughs) I feel like that's so funny. Anyone who like has single friends, tell them to get business cards and then give it to all of your social butterflies, and they're just gonna like hand out your business card to people.
0: Honestly, that's a really great idea. I should bring that back. I'll make one. Maybe it's like. A dating profile, but yeah. on a tangible card. I feel like that's so funny. Are you okay? <laughs> no, I need a side table. My hand's getting so cold. I know. I know. I'm like, Burying I actually spilled this coffee like three times on my way into her apartment and then once in her room and Ashley is not very happy with me right now.
1: Yeah. You know, at this point I do expect it. Like (laughs) I'm so used to it. In the beginning, so Courtney is very clumsy for those that don't know. For
0: no reason. For
1: no reason. (laughs) Like you just spill and drop and stain things and trip the cinder blocks. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, Wait,
0: describe the cinder block shoes for those uh, who don't know. I feel like know. girls might know exactly what I'm talking about. They're, they were a pair of Steve Madden shoes. They were, they were platform, so there wasn't, like, a heel to them. And they were, like, almost bamboo-type material. So it literally just looked like a block, and the straps were clear. So <laughs> if you literally looked from a distance, it looked like I was walking on, like, legit cinder blocks with, like, nothing to strap my feet in. Yeah. And those were the best shoes I've ever owned you wore those things everywhere because they matched everything because they were so neutral and they were so comfortable
1: yeah but then you mix the cinder blocks with a clumsy person and it's
0: just and I don't know how I didn't twist my ankle I don't know (laughs) I have no idea by the grace of God we stayed we stayed in one piece yeah thank God thank God
1: yes hi is there anything else we wanted to catch up on oh tomorrow's President's Day so for those who have it off I'm sorry Courtney. (laughs) I'm just so happy like the Sunday scaries are not here right now because I have tomorrow off and it's such a nice feeling having a little long weekend
0: Ashley I am so happy for you (laughs) (laughs) thank you thank you so much I appreciate your support I'll be grinding it out but I will be sending all my love your way
1: thank you so if you had the day off I
0: hope you enjoyed your three-day weekend Yes. And should we um, revisit our focuses of the week from last week? Oh, yeah. Give a little update. Yeah. My update is I didn't do my focus of the week. (laughs) (laughs) So I have yet to take myself on a date. Honestly, it was just a chaotic week because my other focus of the week was letting myself rest and recharge. So that's where the balance comes in. I was able to accomplish one, not the other. But stay tuned because I will be doing that. I'm not letting that go. And more to come. Yeah, I will say Joe took on your focus of the week. <laughs> I fucking love that for him. I forking love that for
1: him. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, Joe took himself to the movies. He took himself <laughs> bowling. And he took himself to the casino last night. Uh, that man loves spending time alone. And I'm Good like, wow, well, I'm jealous. <laughs> I'm li- he went to the movies by himself. And I was I was like mad because that's something I've always wanted to do. I'm like, I'm going to go to the movies by myself. And then he's out here living my dream. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Um, yeah, so my focus of the week was to talk to my family a little bit more, mm-hmm. and I did. I called all of them multiple times. Morgan, I FaceTimed, caught up with them, so I feel like I, I did well. Were they like, Ashley, why
0: are you calling me right now? No, I think they just they take what they can get. <laughs> They're like, wow, this is great. Meanwhile, my parents have been listening to the podcast, which scares me a little bit. Mm-hmm. depending on the topics that we end up getting into but as of right now they're per- they're actually doing the daily dares they, so cute they're starting to incorporate focuses of the week and my dad's dare for himself yesterday was to get a hot dog
1: <laughs> honestly love that <laughs> yeah
0: and he did get a hot dog in fact and I just think that's so funny you can do what you want you can really just take take whatever we say and run with it in your own little direction and there it's you really go. cute big
1: wins small wins
0: Simple as a hot dog. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Anyhow.
1: Anyways. All right. So today's topic is pretty fun. Red flags and green flags. Yeah. This is probably one of my favorite topics because I love talking about dating and everything that can go wrong with it feel like we're pretty experienced in the dating scene. I feel
0: like we have a good insight into this. Totally. And at first, we were just going to talk about like our own personal red and green flags, but we ended up putting a Q&A on our Instagram story, and the responses we got were just so amazing and yeah. comical. So I think the way we're going to run this episode is we're just going to read through the answers that... A lot of you have kind of shared with us and then we'll kind of give our own takes, whether we agree or disagree and like any personal stories, we'll kind of follow through that.
1: Yeah. So if you guys wrote in, thank you so much. We got so many great responses. Yes. Thanks for
0: participating. Yeah. Things we never would have thought of too. Yeah. So, and this is going to be particular to just like the dating world. Um, we plan on talking about red and green flags and like friendships and other areas of our lives i um, in future episodes, but this specifically will be in reference to dating.
1: Okay. So for us, we're going to be talking about guys for the most part. We'll try to make it. This
0: obviously applies to everyone, yeah. but don't get mad at us when we say he or something. Yeah. Yeah. This can be pertaining to all genders, but exactly. Ash and I are both into the males. Yes. Unfortunately. <laughs> Literally.
1: First red flag. You're a man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Literally. I know. Okay, I don't even know where to start. Let's see. Okay, first one.
0: Doesn't pay on the first date. Do you agree or disagree with this? I agree with this. I think the first date just really sets the tone for the remainder of dates to come in the relationship. And even if that is not something that goes on throughout future dates or whatever, it's more so just like the principle and a sign of respect i think i
1: think all men should pay on the first date (laughs) there i'll say it don't get mad at me but not because it's not the act of putting your money down it's the act of i want to impress you yeah like you got all dressed up you did your makeup you did your hair like what do men have to do nothing (laughs) they just have to show up you can pay for the drinks
0: (laughs) (laughs) you know no i agree okay so going off of this one if they don't tip well yeah it's once again not the money, but it's more so the principle. And yeah. it's like I respect the people that are serving me yeah. and are taking care of this experience and making sure that we have a great time. Yeah, it is. It's just a sign of respect.
1: Yeah, um a lot of my friends have been servers as well and they're they always tip more than 20%. I mean, minimally you should be tipping 20%. Yeah. Um, that's just the right thing to do. And I think that shows about your character. I'm just going to go into a very quick story time here, but I went on a double date once Mm -hmm. and we were at Earl's. So they have like their $5 drink of the month. And so three of the people all ordered these $5 drinks. And then this one guy was ordering Casamigos on the rocks, which is obviously much more yeah been five dollars of course so we all get two drinks he gets three casamigos on the rocks they let us all split the bill four ways ew horrible <laughs> and then this man comes to find out he tipped 15 percent no way yeah and like we split it evenly so like we're basically paying for his extra expensive drinks what? and he doesn't even tip 20 percent ew literally canceled. the biggest ick ever canceled <laughs> <laughs> oh oh my god don't ever do that Okay, no interest in your friends or life. I think this is more about like doesn't ask you questions.
0: Yeah, that is my number one pet peeve. I've been on dates before where I just kind of let the guy say what he wants to say. And obviously I'm interested in what he has to say and I'm interested about his life. So I'll ask him all these questions. And then just I'm waiting. I'm like crickets. So do you want to ask me something in return? Like I've literally said that before. I don't I don't understand how
1: someone can sit there and talk about themselves and not ask you anything.
0: No, it makes no sense. Also like crickets. It's like, yeah. don't you want to fill the space with something that's the easiest thing? It's like, oh, how about you? <laughs> yeah. And this is a red
1: flag because if you're dating someone, you want to get to know them. Yeah. So you're not there to
0: pitch yourself. You yeah. should be only interested in the person.
1: Exactly. Not yourself.
0: And on the flip side, I've been on days before where guys have been like, oh my gosh, I don't even like, I want to focus on you. Like, tell me all about you. And that's just like the best feeling in the world. Mm-hmm. Okay, talks about their ex
1: in the beginning stages.
0: Just why? Like, you're there to get to know someone, or at least in the beginning. Like, you want to learn everything about them. Why in the world would you bring up someone from your past?
1: Yeah, and going off of this, if they talk badly about their ex. Yeah. Everyone knows the whole, if they say, oh, my, all my exes are crazy. No, all that they have in common is you, and that's a red flag that you're calling them
0: that. 1,000%
1: yeah
0: not at all um or if they compare you to their ex like oh my gosh my ex used to like order that or like whatever thankfully (laughs) no one has ever done that if anyone ever did i my mouth would draw i would have no idea what to say i would probably be like yeah it sounds like you're still really into your ex i gotta go (laughs) like why is she still in your mind exactly exactly i don't like that
1: um okay slamming drinks can't
0: hold his alcohol Yeah. Well, there are a few reasons why this could happen. This could be nerves. Yep. This could be, oh, I, like, need to drink to have fun. Yep. Or, like, a low-key alcoholic. (laughs) Yeah. So
1: I feel like this is hard. Yes. So this is, I think, really hard for men that are transitioning out of college. Because in college, everybody just drinks, drinks, drinks. And then all of a sudden, they're in the real world and they have to go on dates with people, not just take them back from a frat party or the bar. Yeah. Yeah. So they're like, oh, like, let's get fucked up or forked up. Let's get forked (laughs) up. (laughs) And that's just not, that's not attractive. You know, at some point it takes some longer than others, but eventually men are going to realize that that's not attractive anymore and that you need to grow up and like have conversation and it's not
0: all about getting crazy. Exactly. And also like when you obviously there can be alcohol involved but don't you want to know how you feel about someone without that kind of like shields and like obviously you get a little bit more excited if you're feeling yourself and you have a little alcohol in your system I've literally walked away from dates or like experiences like did I like them or was I just like a happy drunk you know yeah yeah that's so true
1: and this is not to say don't drink on the first day I think it's great to have a couple of drinks, yeah. Yeah. you know,
0: loosen it up, get also, rid of the nerves. It's really good to understand off the bat how someone is when they are drinking. Yes. Are they slamming drinks? Are, can they like hold their own? Um, are they nice? Do they kind of get aggressive? Like you can tell a lot about a person kind of and how they handle their alcohol because a lot of kind of what comes out is what's underlying too. Yes. Yeah. That's a really good point. Being timely being
1: I'm looking at Courtney right now because Courtney's late to everything I'm however you I'm were writing <laughs> you were on time today you texted me 10 minutes before you were supposed to be here and you're like I'm on my way yeah I'm like oh my god you said 11 and I was like okay so Courtney will be here at 11
0: <laughs> 30 um yeah I know Courtney Courtney's a little late but she's working on it yeah I am and I let everyone know Hey, by the way, I will most likely be fashionably late.
1: Yeah. So this is not an attack at you, but I think if somebody that I'm going on a date with shows up late, it makes me feel like you don't care about my time. Oh, 1000%. You're wasting my
0: time. Yeah. I definitely put a little bit more priority in in that sense. Yeah.
1: Yeah. For sure. For sure. Um, and also kind of going with this, canceling plans last minute. Yeah. That's a hard no. Yeah, especially w- in the beginning stages, like you either really want to see me or you don't. Yeah. And I know things come up, and obviously, like sometimes you do have to cancel. But if you're not immediately rescheduling, or that person isn't reaching out to you to reschedule, no, you you don't want to see them. No, Red flag. for sure. Okay. Also, I'm like shaking.
0: I can't tell if I'm cold or if it's the coffee or it's both. Little, I also a little bit of a hangover. So, some red flags from our write-ins. There's literally so many. I know. First one, he drinks milk. <laughs> uh,
1: <laughs> Wait, who wrote that? Actually, no. I have we'll, no we'll idea. Keep an- we'll keep it anonymous.
0: I drink milk, so therefore I am a red flag. Someone said picky eater. Okay. This is, this is a controversial one, I think.
1: Yeah, because if you yourself are a picky eater, it might be nice to have someone that, you know, is fine with repeating the same good yeah reliable meals in restaurants however I think if you are a picky eater it's also really nice to have someone that's going to push out your comfort zones yeah because I think being a picky eater like you're not going to be able to experience so many good restaurants or like food festivals or whatever that may
0: be and it's really nice to have somebody that's adventurous exactly yeah I think if you are a picky eater it makes sense for you to be with a similar picky eater um similar echoing kind of what you said but like i'm someone who loves to try like new things so if i'm on a date and someone orders like chicken tenders, like that's just like what what are you doing what's going on here Mm -hmm. and then you can't like go to a place where there's like tapas and small plates and share a bunch of things so like it's not necessarily a red flag and like a end all be all but it is more fun when someone has like a similar um a similar opinion of like food and ways in which they like to try things as you.
1: Yeah. No, I like that a lot. Um, I kind of have a tip for our picky eaters out there. So I'm someone that never wants to be classified as a picky eater. I want to be able to like everything. So at all points of my life, I'm always working on make forcing myself to like something. I've done this with tomatoes, avocados, tequila. Currently, I'm working on really liking gin and oysters so everywhere I go that has an oyster I order one I order one oyster and I just I I'm just going to keep eating them until I like them because I want to be able to participate when someone at the table is like oh like let's get
0: some oysters and I want to oh I don't eat that yeah for sure this one is hiding phone slash being secretive this is an immediate red flag yeah immediate there's no question about this one no what's going on over there buddy yeah
1: (laughs) however I don't think it's also kind of a red flag if someone's like oh like here are my passwords to my phone like go in whenever like yeah you don't want someone that's like overcompensating for that because it's like okay what's your trauma (laughs)
0: yeah literally Literally. only hits your line late night
1: (laughs) this one I feel like is pretty obvious um yeah especially in the beginning stages if they don't want to like take you out and they're just calling
0: you're a booty call. Yeah, totally. They should be wanting to hang out and date before you get to that point where you can just go over at night and it be chill.
1: Yeah, exactly. And even if you're not looking for a relationship and just want, you know, a sneaky link, I feel like you can still like go out and like grab a drink somewhere. Yeah, like, of we're course. mature now. Like, let's let's go out. Don't. Don't text me after the bar and say, where are you at? Do you want to come over? No.
0: Yeah. We can do better than that. And final red flag for now is they have no friends. Some people don't have many friends for different reasons. Like maybe they just moved to a new city. There are different reasons why people have circles bigger or smaller. Um, but it is important if they do have friends or like, Friends are an easy way for you to tell kind of who someone is. Yeah. So honestly, if I'm starting to date someone, I like to see like who their roommates are, who their friends Mm -hmm. are as soon as possible. Because if I don't vibe with them, odds are I'm probably not going to vibe with the person that I'm seeing um, because your friends are a representation of yourself. Definitely.
1: I think you can learn a lot about a person based on their friends. So if they don't have many... That could potentially be a red flag. If you do not like how their friends act, well, they're spending so much time with them. Yeah. So maybe they're different, but, like, at some point, like, they enjoy spending time with that person. Exactly. Definitely something to note. Yes.
0: And now, moving on into green flags.
1: I feel like everyone talks about red flags, but never really
0: talks about green flags. Similar to how it's, like, easier to talk about, like, the negative things. Yes. Like, if you... Are having if you're in a relationship and you're having problems like that's what your friends hear about they hear about yep. you like venting and trying to like talk through any issues that you're having as opposed to hearing all the amazing things about the person
1: yeah that's so true
0: so top one motivated in life and career
1: yes this is such a green flag I mean it's just so attractive to see that someone is working towards something and is driven because you they're gonna put that on you if somebody doesn't have a job or isn't really motivated about their job or doesn't really care I don't know if they're a little lazy that's gonna eventually if you're spending a lot of time with that person those qualities are gonna wear off on you
0: for sure and just someone who's always working towards something that's just so attractive to me otherwise if they're stagnant kind of in where they are like you want to be comfortable with that place where they are in order to like grow something with them in order to have a relationship with them like I feel like most people want to evolve and grow some people not everybody but if you are that person you're not going to find yourself with someone who's just like very um, accepting of where they are yeah I agree is down to take things slow so
1: my red flag is that (laughs) I take everything very fast um when I find somebody I like I just go I'm head over heels. Everyone else is just, I don't see them. I have tunnel vision on this person. And I'm like, let's spend our lives together. But yes, I think it's so good to take things slow. Yeah. Not rushing into anything.
0: Yeah, I also fall victim to really just expediting the whole process. But that has gotten me into a lot of trouble. Yes,
1: me too. Me too.
0: So... That's something that I'm k- trying to do and moving forward is just, like, slow and steady. Like, the more slow you are going, the more you get to learn about the person before you're, like, obviously exclusive and, like, more tied down. Um, and, yeah, I think it's it's nice. I've also been in situations where people literally profess their love, like <laughs> – yeah. In the first couple of experiences. That's just,
1: that's Courtney's red flag. Yeah. <laughs> she <laughs> loves people that love her and just, like, totally fall head over heels for <laughs> her, like,
0: immediately. Yeah. And that's just, I don't know. You want someone to really, really like you, but. Of course. I just get caught up in, like, fantasy land, like, hopeless and romantic. Oh, like, maybe yeah. maybe this is my soulmate. I do, too. I do, too. Okay. Communicates their feelings.
1: This is really hard to find in a man specifically. Like, I'm honestly yeah. jealous of girls who get to date other girls because yeah. they don't have to deal with men suppressing feelings. And I feel like women are a lot easier about opening up and communicating how they're
0: feeling. For sure. I feel like men have this idea, not to generalize, but in my own personal experiences, that like vulnerability is a weakness. Vulnerability is hot. It's a superpower. Yes. In my own experiences, when people that I'm talking to are more reserved, you reciprocate kind of what's put out there or like the energy put out there is what's reciprocated. So if someone's more reserved, I'm not going to feel open to being 100% myself. I'm going to be more reserved. And then it's hard to even like kind of get anywhere and grow um, if there is no communication of their feelings, even if they're the feelings are that there are no feelings. Like, yeah that's just something that's nice to know so that you can always kind of be on the same page and expectations are really out there so you can decide what you want to do with them i've had friends that are like like i don't know if he likes me like i don't like i'm super into him but like i just so they're so unsure and it's like no 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 if this person liked you and had feelings and like cared about you you wouldn't question it. No, whatsoever. you would know. You would know. And that's something that doesn't even need to be verbally expressed. You would just know in their actions that they're into you. Yes, 100%. Okay, next one confidence, not cockiness. Yeah. It's a I fine like this. line. It is. This is my number one quality, practically. Something that attracts me is someone who knows how to command a room, but not in like an arrogant and like, authoritative way kind of where yes. it comes off like oh who is this guy like why is he why does he think he can do this and that like it's definitely a fine line but someone who is just very sure of himself knows what he wants is respectful Is just so attractive to me
1: yeah also I think you can kind of tell the line between confidence and cockiness if if they're willing to like work on themselves and d- doesn't take it as in a like as an offense yeah like as a dig yeah they don't get defensive yeah like they they love who they are but they also know that they're working on themselves and there's a better version of them coming so like they're open to that
0: feedback absolutely and we're gonna have a whole episode on confidence too that can be applied to whoever you are just because it really is so important in every aspect of your life talks about energy and mindset and has a growth and abundance mindset.
1: Okay. I feel like this is something you really look for in a person.
0: Yeah. If, but it's also just kind of a representation of myself. Yeah. Um, If I'm someone who is extremely positive and I have this belief that everything happens for a reason and people are put in your life for a reason and I am constantly trying to grow and evolve myself. I 1000% want someone that's doing the same. Um, So that we can kind of do that together. So that's definitely my green flag is someone who's just trying to better themselves. This is a good one. Gives you affection in your love language.
1: Yes, I love talking about the love languages.
0: So for those that don't know,
1: um, there are five love languages. It's words of affirmation, physical touch, quality Quality time. time. One of the other ones.
0: Gift giving. Gift giving and acts of service. Yes. What are yours? My top is number one, quality time. Number two, physical touch. Number three, words of affirmation.
1: So she has all of them.
0: <laughs> and I don't really <laughs> care for the rest. Okay. But no, that's like in chronological order, like okay. how I kind of value them.
1: Okay. What Mine are yours? are um, acts of service and physical touch. I love when if somebody makes a bed for me, I'm like, oh my God, I am in love. That is so nice of you. If they're wiping down the counters after I cook dinner and like they're going to do the dishes after I clean or after I cooked. So attractive. Like, thank you. They, if I have a bunch of bags in my hands and they just automatically grab those for me and it's just making my life a little bit easier in the most simple ways. Yeah. Love. Actions speak louder than words. Yeah. And then physical, I'm just a very touchy person. Like I will always have my hand being held. If we're sitting on the couch and your hand's not on my knee, I'm upset. (laughs) I'm like, do you hate me? What is going on? You're the worst. I am. I am. I'm literally so clingy. But, you know, there's people out there that when you tell them what your love languages are and they reciprocate it in the ways that you need, like, that's so nice.
0: Yeah. And I'd also like to call out that this isn't something that's very immediate. Like, sometimes your love languages are very obvious, but... It's hard. You can't assume that people are just going to know what you want. So I think these love languages will come out in some form of communication. Yeah. A little bit later down into the line. Um, Or maybe right at the beginning, if that's how you feel about the person and you feel very open to communicating that. Um, I'm sure the sooner it comes out, the better it would be for the relationship. But yeah, definitely never assume that someone knows because everyone has a completely different love language. But if someone like if whoever you're with has a different love language than you but still tries to accommodate to your love language that just shows how devoted they are and how much they really care for you I agree I highly recommend anyone that's
1: in a relationship to constantly be talking about your love languages and have that open line of communication because um, they can change you can need different things at different times
0: exactly I like this one. Willingness to try new places, foods, and experiences.
1: This kind of goes off of the picky eater one. Like if you're a picky eater, it's so nice when someone is like, oh, we haven't been here. Like, let's go try this new spot. And they take that initiative and they're excited about it.
0: Yeah. Also, like the surprise and delight factor as well. Yeah. Like there is nothing better than someone texting or calling you and being like, all right, be ready at 7 o'clock. Oh, my God. I'm taking you somewhere or, like, dress in this kind of way. And then them just surprising you. And if it's somewhere that's new and somewhere that you haven't tried before, like, that's just so exciting. That keeps everything kind of spontaneous and, and exciting. Yeah, 100%. Okay. Inquisitive about your life, which is something that we talked about in the red flag. Like, if they're not asking you questions, that's not cute. But, like, a green flag remembers like little things that you've said throughout conversations and like checks in on the details. Yeah, that's huge. There's nothing more like validating and just comforting when someone kind of refers back to something you said like three dates ago or like a month ago saying like, oh my gosh, didn't you have this going on? Like, how was this? How did this turn out? Or like, remembering like a small detail like your favorite color or something it's like oh my gosh like you were really listening like it's all in the little things yeah it is and this happened to me um I met one of Joe's friends
1: the other day or I saw him again after meeting him so so briefly at the bar and I mentioned one thing that I didn't even realize I mentioned and he brought it up immediately the next he's like oh like how did this go like that you were telling me about and I was like wow I fully thought we were just having small talk and you wouldn't even recognize me if you saw me on the street (laughs) and I was like you're such a good listener I was like wow that's such a good quality to have for sure I need to learn to be a better listener
0: that goes with my memory honestly has sisters and or a good relationship with the woman in his life
1: yes I think whenever a man (laughs) has women in his life specifically sisters well i think of like you and gab who have brothers and i'm like those boys know how to treat a girl because they have you guys as older sisters being like this is acceptable this is not acceptable
0: yeah for sure but obviously you can't control whether or not you have sisters but if you have a good relationship with your mom or an aunt or like you have best girl friends that are very similar to like that sisterly relationship yeah that's super special Okay, this one may or may not be debatable. <laughs> okay, I like the debatable ones. Wakes up at, like, 5 a.m. and, like, this goes to the gym. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I did write cr- this in. I did write this in. This is so hot. Someone who, like, works on himself. I need someone who is into fitness. Because I'm into fitness, this is not some something that's probably um, – common for every single person but once again someone trying to better themselves someone trying to live a healthy lifestyle someone who does something outside of their nine to five job and waking up and having a structure like no matter what it is it doesn't need to be a 5 a.m gym session it could be just like putting energy into something else and growing something else that transfers into other areas of their lives yeah so if they're like consistent and devoted to this thing that they do they can then translate that into your relationship with you
1: yeah no I'm I dated a guy a couple years ago and the number one thing that drew me to him was that he woke up at 5 a.m every single day and went to the gym yeah and I was like that is so inspiring like you're inspiring me to be a better person and like you're so motivated and that's just a great quality to have yes so
0: it doesn't need to be 5 a.m and the gym specifically no but I did write that in.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I just feel like imagine if you have a partner that you can go to the gym with at 5 a.m. and you guys can motivate each other to, like, get out there. That's so nice for you. Yes, for sure.
0: Getting along with your friends and family.
1: Yes. This is so important. Oh, my God. But it's so hard sometimes when you're in a relationship or, like, you're dating somebody and... Your friends meet them and they can very clearly see that it's not a good match. But when you're in it, it's like, what do you mean? Like the red flags are just so hard to see. Yeah. But if your friends and family genuinely like the
0: person, they know you and they know who would be a good match for you. Yeah. And on the flip side, I've had friends and family dislike people that I brought around. Yeah. And then it ended up in shambles and they were right the whole time. As it always does. (laughs) Literally. Your yeah, your friends and family aren't blinded by the love and by just like the butterflies and all the gooey stuff that you get really excited about in the beginning. And sometimes it stings, but if you can have that
1: as you're dating and like maybe you go on a couple dates and you finally want to introduce them to your friends. If your friends say anything and hopefully you have honest friends. Yeah. It's going to sting a little bit, but just
0: try to remember that you should really listen to them. You know the relationship better than they would, obviously, because you're actually in it. Um, But it is just nice to have, like, a third-party opinion, Mm -hmm. Um, even if you don't necessarily listen to what they say or, like, whatever. Just, like, having some sort of kind of whatever. I don't know what I'm saying. I don't know what I'm saying. (laughs) I'm a little slow from the alcohol. That's I know I feel like I'm in a fog right now, yeah, my brain is all jumbled up,,
1: oh, if he flosses, this is a green flag. <laughs> <laughs> mostly just because I've had horrible experiences with dental ew, hygiene
0: ew.
1: before, yeah, very <laughs> icky. So if somebody flosses, it's so hard to floss every day. I try I go on like, spurts of trying to floss yeah and I feel like my best self but if somebody flosses that's if you found someone that flosses regularly let us know but that's the ultimate green flag (laughs) literally
0: you can be yourself around them on day one
1: yeah this is a really good one um and which is hard to do yeah um so this green flag isn't like oh if I can't do this he's an immediate write-off this is yeah yeah I do also want to clarify like green flags aren't necessary all the time like you don't need to have all these green flags yeah but like if they have them it like bumps them up like that's a good sign totally so this is hard to find and if you find someone that you can truly just open up and be yourself with on the first date that's so special and yeah
0: that's very rare rare. very rare jinx (laughs) (laughs) actually also just kind of in the essence of like these points that we're making both in red and green flags it's kind of making me think of check boxes yeah and like this may not be the right way to go about it but what I find myself doing is I obviously have qualities and traits that I'd love to find in a significant other um, but I also fall victim to kind of after a date or after first experiences like do they check all my boxes and it's like not everyone is going to check every single box and something that one of my really great friends and mentors has shared with me who is married now and just like has an extremely healthy relationship told me this one time and it's just always stuck. It's the person that you're going to end up with or someone that you really, really are supposed to be with. They're going to have boxes that you didn't even know you had for yourself. Yeah. And so when you start to kind of think of, do they check all my boxes? It's like, wait they you shouldn't even be thinking about that like it should just come so naturally that you don't even have to question whether or not they're fulfilling all of your requirements and then when you meet that person you're gonna have boxes you didn't even know existed and they're gonna fill these voids that it's like oh my goodness this is just exactly what I wanted and more
1: definitely and I think it's hard because a lot of people will get so sick of the dating scene and then they're like you know what I'm just gonna wait until the absolute perfect person and if one box isn't checked, they just write it off. And that's just not a way to live your life.
0: No, not at all. But you're going to feel it when it's right. And you're going to feel it when it's wrong. And it's just, it's up to you if you want to listen to your gut or not.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I will say, um, kind of going off of the boxes, the check boxes, um, I think it is important to have like maybe your top three non-negotiables for sure. Like, sit down and figure out what you're actually looking for in somebody and like those are non-negotiables like your number top three things
0: absolutely and also I've had I've been in situations where people have literally checked every single box it's like on paper it's like they're the perfect person the perfect partner and then it's like wait why do I still not Have this chemistry that I thought I would have, or like, why am I not feeling the way that I thought I would feel with someone who really does check apparently all my boxes? Yeah, chemistry is everything. Yeah, and I think it's
1: so good to find someone that complements you. Yeah, a lot of the time you're looking for somebody that is very similar to you in so many ways, but from what I've learned from my relationship currently, is like it's so nice to have somebody that excels in areas that you don't and yes, you that wasn't constantly even something learn. I was looking for yeah and I didn't know that I needed that but I did need kind of my opposite person in some aspects of my life yeah. and it's made my life so much better
0: and so much more interesting
1: yes oh I like this one taking an active effort to embrace each other's passions like having someone support you yeah I, I'm like relating this to us right now. Let's say one of us, or we were in relationships and our partners were like, we brought up this podcast idea and they were like, oh my God, no, like that's silly. Like, don't do that. Yeah. You, you guys can't do a podcast. Like, come on. That's ridiculous. Like you want someone that is your cheerleader and that's going to
0: support these passion projects and doesn't think it's silly. Yeah. And that goes beyond dating. If anyone in my life said that to me, I'd be like out, get out. get out yeah (laughs) literally get out
1: (laughs) I know but then it's so hard because let's say you're with someone for a while and you really respect their opinion yeah and then you bring something up and it's like oh well I don't know like they know me like they know me pretty well if they say no they're probably right
0: yeah that's that's a scary thought honestly because then they can discourage you from doing things that you really have your heart set on we can't miss these. Love bombing. No, no, no.
1: <laughs> if you don't
0: know what that is, look it up. I feel like everybody talks
1: about love bombing. But like, yeah, that's a major
0: red flag. Gaslighting, clearly. I course. don't know the definition of these words that you're saying right now. You don't? No. Love bombing? Yeah. We can't assume that our listeners know. I have no idea what you're talking okay, about. Okay, this
1: is strictly just because I only
0: listen to podcasts
1: <laughs> all the time.
0: Very so true. I think whenever they
1: talk about narcissism and narcissists, like love bombing is the number one. Things. So, like, when you meet someone and they're just, they're talking about the future and they're getting you gifts and they're taking you, they're whining and dining you. And, like, you just met them last week, but they want you to go to Cabo with them. And it's like, wow, this person's giving me everything in their life. And, like, they're talking about the future so early on and they're just showering you in all of these things. Why does that sound like my
0: ideal situation?
1: See, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, well, that's a hard thing. Like, you it's so hard to know.
0: No, um, no. If it's all at once, that's, like, disingenuine Yeah. disingenuous is that a word what is my brain Disin- right now
1: Disingenuous, yeah disingenuous know. right whatever <laughs> lord no you could say any word and i'd be like yeah for yeah sure. that's a
0: word
1: <laughs> we um, love a supporter on, on my story today you posted that you were bringing us coffees and on and then i like reposted it and i was like my savior immediately after i posted it i went to google and i was like definition of savior <laughs> And it was what I thought. But sometimes I just second guess myself. I second guess myself with everything, especially with names. Like if I meet someone and for some reason my mind is like, their name's not Matt. Why are you about to call them Matt? Don't say their name. Don't say their name. You're totally going to get it wrong and it's going to be so embarrassing. Their name is in fact Matt. And I just, I don't
0: know why I do that. I'll never forget. I was meeting some coworkers for the first time, like a few months ago for, like I met them obviously over Zoom, but in person. And I was so f- forking confident of this girl's name, and I was like, "Hi, Angela." Her name was forking Natalie. <laughs> oh no! I was like, "That's my oh. biggest fear." She didn't say anything, but the second it came out of my mouth, I knew it wasn't her name, and that oh, just like oh, stinks. that sucks.
1: That really sucks. It stinks. Yeah,
0: names you know, are hard. Names
1: are really hard. Yeah. <laughs> It's, like, the most simple problem to have. Like yeah. it's so hard. Games are so <laughs> hard. <laughs> uh, okay. So, do you understand what love bombing is? Yes. So it's, like, all these things, and then you fall in love with them because they just yeah. want you to love them, and then they just kind of, like,
0: show yeah, off. Yeah, and they just want to show off with all the things and yeah. fun opportunities they have for you. Yeah.
1: They basically just want you to think that they're such an amazing person. Yeah. And ew. then fall head over heels. Yeah. And
0: I feel like that's like an extreme way or like an extreme, like all the things that you listed, but it could be as simple as like, come to my table at the grand, like yeah. this, that, like, oh, like I'll get you this, I'll get you that. It's like, ew, yeah. who are you trying to impress? who like, are you to tr- tri- me? Yeah, it's gross.
1: Yeah. But also to simplify that even more, it could also just be someone that's texting you paragraphs about how all the things that they love about you. It <laughs> why am i literally describing (laughs) (laughs) oh
0: god Uh, she's literally describing things that attract me yeah but like i know we should
1: we should get a therapist on here and i want them to like unpack us be like these are all the things that are red flags about us we're
0: each other's therapists we are this is so
1: therapeutic it is oh i love it
0: Okay, okay now now I sound like a crazy person, guys. I swear I'm not mm, <laughs> <are you laughs> sure no, I do I think I'm just a hopeless romantic, so I have fallen in the past for people who just like are head over heels super early on, and I'm also kind of head over heels me i too. Oh, I me tend too. to jump into things or in the past, I jumped into a few different things that I probably should not have so soon, um. But learning experiences, I I do know now that that is not something that should excite me. It's more of a red flag than a green flag. Um, but it's also so easy to fall into traps like that because if you are feeling similarly, then it's exciting when someone's like very outward about how they feel towards you. Well, yeah, it makes and you feel good, of course. Also, the way that like social media and just like TV and things that you see online are so like fantasized it is exciting when you think like oh my gosh should I just find like the love of my life
1: yeah okay gaslighting do you know the definition of that one nope Courtney where have you been are you living under a rock sometimes I'm confused gaslighting I'm trying to think of an example I didn't really like that you spilled coffee on my wet grass rug (laughs) and you would be like well Well, you put this rug here. Like, I can't even believe you would bring this up because last week you did this X, Y, and Z and blah, blah, blah. So, like, this is actually your fault for putting this rug here. And, like, you told me to go get coffee. Like, what else do you expect from me? That was a horrible example. No, I
0: I totally get it. It's just them turning yeah, turning the situation and blaming you when it was actually something that they did. Exactly. I feel like everyone's experienced that if they've been in... A relationship that was somewhat toxic like I think that's like the number one thing that people do
1: yeah so that's an obvious one (laughs) lack of dinner table etiquette (laughs) this is funny because I feel like I don't have dinner I prefer to
0: eat with my hands yeah (laughs) I really do
1: I also came from a family where like my dad would eat out of the salad bowl once everybody (laughs) had like so but I will never forget
0: I went over one of my friends houses for dinner back in high school and I was sitting down with this family and they watched me use a fork and knife and they just started dying of laughter. And I was like, what is happening? Like what's going on? Oh my God. And they're like, can you like cut that piece of chicken again? And I was like, uh, sure. (laughs) And they were just like, okay, so the fork goes in this hand, the knife goes in this hand. I was like, I'm 17 years old and th- I'm learning this for the first time. That's not, that's not cute.
1: It's just for me, I'm like, why do you care how I hold my fork and knife? Yeah. I'm not chewing with my mouth open and yeah. slamming my fists on the table, you know? Yeah.
0: I think it's more so if someone's like sloppy and like gross as they're eating. Yeah. Not necessarily the etiquette. Cause it's like, you do you boo.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: Also, you and I are both fast eaters. Oh my god! Like That's I, one of our I forget to chew slash me breathe, too. and all of a sudden my food is gone.
1: Yeah. So, a fun fact about me is I don't like to talk when I eat. If the food comes on the table, we're not talking until it's over. And that was something That's I really had to figure dating. out. Yeah, when I was dating, um, because I'm not used to like taking a bite and then like having a sip of water and having
0: conversation. I'm gonna throw in a green flag. Okay. Perfect. When someone like opens the door for you on a first date, I've actually been in situations where like s- someone is picking me up and it doesn't need to be this grand gesture of them getting out of their car and like opening the door. Cause to be honest, that's just such a force, but like this one person every time reaches over and like opens the passenger door from the inside of the car before i get in i like that and it's just like so simple but it's just like that was so nice like more traditional yep but it's just the little things that it's like oh my gosh he didn't have to do that but he did so i appreciate it
1: yeah i'm gonna give a shout out to joe because on our first date he picked me up Which don't have someone pick you up on a first date, especially if you meet on a dating app. Yeah. For those that don't know, Joe and I met on Hinge, but yeah, yeah, meet them somewhere. But beside the fact, uh, I didn't listen to that advice. And he picked (laughs) me up and I walked down out of my building and he's waiting for me outside of the door.
0: Like parked his car and walked to the door
1: and I just remember we had the, our doors are like glass, and I was walking out, and he had the biggest smile, like so excited to see me, Aww. and that memory is just ingrained in my head, and I was like, oh, I didn't even want to go on the date. And immediately I saw him, and I was like, oh, my God, that was the cutest thing anyone's ever done, like looking so genuinely excited to see me and meeting me at the door.
0: That's amazing. And it's so easy. Yeah, also on the same topic, um, meeting someone from a dating app – that you've never met before at a restaurant for example I've had someone like oh text like I was arriving a couple minutes later and he was like text me right before you get here and like I'll meet you outside so then he yep. like walks in together so and like nice. he'll open the door and it's just like that's so comforting because think about it if, like you don't want to walk in by yourself and like not know where the person is and like yeah. where to go like so simple and maybe that's like a common thing but i just thought that was like a standout little gesture
1: yep 100 percent. i love that
0: let's
1: see um i think someone that prefers to call and facetime over texting is a green flag yeah but i think that's a hot take i think that could be a red flag for some people as well. But I really appreciate when someone like wants to hear my voice and it's yeah. so much more personal. Like I don't need to know what you had for a lot. Hey, how's your day? What What are you eating? How Where'd you go to yeah, lunch? We I don't, don't need a small talk. No. Like call me and like tell me all about your day later. Yeah. I think that's, a, I think that's nice.
0: I like that. But then it's that's one thing that's not necessarily like the first thing that happens when you start dating someone it's more so when you get comfortable with the person
1: yeah but also how awesome would I don't know personally I would like this if I just met someone and we started talking yeah and he like called me I'd be so nervous yeah and I'd be like oh my god why, why is he calling yeah. me but imagine you get on the phone call and you just have amazing conversation yeah and then you kind of just like leave for the night you don't really text and yeah. it's like all right I'll, I'll talk to you tomorrow I'm excited for our date
0: Soph is just telling me Soph is my roommate that she started she met someone and she's like st- she started dating them. Um, they only went on a couple of dates and then she went on vacation to the British Virgin Islands a couple of weeks ago. And she was obviously super busy like enjoying her time. And he sent her a Google Calendar invite for a FaceTime at eight thirty, saying like see you at eight thirty on FaceTime I love or whatever. That. So he didn't want to bother her throughout like the vacay or whatever. And she was just like, Oh my god, and she's like a Google Calendar like fiend. Like yeah. she's loves that. And I don't even know if he knew that, probably. But it was just so cute. It's like that I don't really wanna cute. I don't wanna like Burden you or like it take up too much of your time, but I'm thinking about you and I'd love to to Facetime for a little bit. And with that, should we get into focuses of the week?
1: Yes, I really need to start planning out my focus of the week before.
0: Okay, I can share mine. Yeah, you go first. I want to finish a book that I started like two months ago that I just the haven't. habits one. Yeah, Atomic Habits. I just think it's going to help. Me personally with this podcast and other things that I have going on in my life. And it's very productivity focused. So mm-hmm. less screen time if possible. It's very hard because I now have three Instagrams that I'm trying to manage. <laughs> but less screen time and more head in the book. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, and taking myself on that date that I didn't do yeah, this past Yeah, can you do week. that? I was looking forward yeah, to Yeah, I, I don't about have about any it. plans this upcoming week. So I'm very excited I have the t- opportunity to do that.
1: That'll be really nice um so I leave for Mardi Gras New Orleans scared going to New Orleans I'm (laughs)
0: terrified I can't believe I'm not going with you
1: (laughs) I know you really should have pulled the trigger (sighs) I know but I have too much much going on in my life right now yeah you really do you've been uh, traveling everywhere but yeah so I leave on Saturday and I need to pack I ordered so many clothes from pretty little thing (laughs) they're so ugly (laughs) They are so unbelievably I need ugly. a fashion
0: show after this. Oh
1: my God. I'm going to show you. I have this jumpsuit that I ordered and it's like tight leggings. Think like tight leggings, but then it's like attached to a bodysuit and it comes up as a halter mm-hmm. and it's green and it looked so good online. I was like, oh, like, this is fun. Like Mardi Gras green. Yeah. And it's like snake skin and I fully look like it's a costume. Like I'm trying to be a snake for Halloween. <laughs> it is so
0: ugly, but I feel like that's Mardi Gras vibes. Like people yeah, it's just people dress in the craziest stuff.
1: So I need to pack and like figure out what I'm wearing because when I go on vacation and I'm organized and I know my set outfits
0: it takes so much stress away. Wait, do you know of this tip I learned from an influencer? Um, when you're packing, take photos of the outfits that you put together and put them into a folder. So that it just kind of takes the stress out kind of when you're there. I know you can, like, pack things together. But yeah. it's nice to just have, like, rather than you, like, trying things on when you're, like, about to go out somewhere, you just flip through your phone like, okay, which which outfit do I wear to this like type that. of event?
1: Yeah, no, that's smart. I'll, I'll do that this week.
0: Um, that's awesome. Yeah. Well, I can't wait to hear about Mardi Gras. Oh. <sighs> And we need to expedite the recording of episode four. four. Mm-hmm.
1: Unfortunately, so I think
0: we'll record
1: four before I leave, so yeah. I expect episode five to have Mardi Gras content. Yeah, same. Also, after Mardi Gras, I'm going to be back in the office three days a week. Ah, I know. So that'll be kind of tea to talk about, like how that's going, transitioning, Oof. like into a hybrid model.
0: Oof, I know. Couldn't be me. Rip. Okay, well, thank you all for listening to episode three. I hope you learned a little something. Once again, this is pertaining to Ashley and I's experiences and our own likes and dislikes. So I, I can already foresee some things that we said in this episode as being like hot takes or controversial. Yeah. Um, but this is just kind of where we see red and green flags.
1: Yeah. Again, okay, this podcast is... Courtney podcast so obviously we're gonna talk about our perspective so yeah. feel free to agree feel free to disagree and specifically to this one this is from like our street perspective
0: yeah of a dating scene. So feel free to like, rate us five stars if you are so kind. <laughs> um to follow us on You Can Do Bold Pod. It's Court Carlton Double T. T-t-s. Oh wait, it's Court Carlton. No, I literally just said your I oh combined God. our Instagrams. Well Oh I guess like it's, it's at it's it's yeah. at Court Carlton. Yeah. And Ashley's is it's Ashley Paul. Yeah. I-T-S. Literally.
1: Yeah. My coworkers are like um information technology services.
0: <laughs> <laughs> when I say ideas, yeah, That's nerdy funny. jokes. That's funny. Yeah. Okay, well, thank you all so much. We love you. We appreciate you. Can't wait for the next episode. See you next week. Bye. Bye.